0: Bucks insiders on WGMJ. Big night for the Bucks. They are back after a victory last night in Indiana against the Pacers. The Bucks on the home floor taking on the Boston Celtics. Could be an Eastern Conference playoff preview. At the arena is Eric Name of The Athletic. Settled again after his pregame hot dog. Greetings, Eric. Good evening, Greg. How are you? I'm doing well here at Wrigley Field where it was a little chilly. You've got the climate-controlled conditions tonight. Uh, It is night two of a back-to-back here. I guess it always begs the question, who's going to play and who is not tonight against the Boston Celtics?
1: Yeah, the Bucks went out of their way to kind of plan for this one. Uh, gave a number of guys the night off last night. Joe Ingles was suited up, but he didn't play. Chris Middleton didn't play. Jay Crowder didn't play. Um, they really tried to load up and get themselves ready for this one because it is not just a back-to-back. This is their fifth game in seven nights. Uh, so this is, I mean, if you're talking about a test and kind of everything that you're looking at, this is about as hard as it gets in the NBA schedule. Five and seven is... It really at the very edge of how far someone will push you and how far they're willing to go. So uh, this is this is a tough one and. You know, I-, I think you saw how difficult it can be. You looked at that game in Denver. Uh, the Bucks started off 4 of 9 from the three-point line, and then I think they made five of their final 26 from the three-point line uh, to finish up that game in Denver on the second night of a back-to-back. It can be really tough. Uh, I-, I think the hope is that they rested enough guys last night that everyone will be good to go in this one, and, and we can get a true playoff preview, but there is always the chance that that just doesn't happen. So we will see as, as this game unfolds. Eric Dom Catronio here. Look, 51 points is enough of a message from Drew Holiday last night, but it still just feels odd. I know the man was an all star, and I know the man has had an incredible season, but does it feel like that kind of was just, eh, yeah, 51, no big deal? Like, not <laughs> enough attention was paid to that. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I will say we did our part at The Athletic. Uh, we had the headline up last night that he scored 51. I wrote another story about it uh, that we put up this morning. So so we tried to spread the word, but I, I'm with you, man. Like, this is, it, it's a situation where I know it wasn't the most exciting thing. You know, Drew joked last night that uh, because he had 30 points in the paint, he felt like Giannis, but... He also mentioned, I didn't have any dunks, though. Uh, And, you know, the highlights of... Drew Holiday having a, a multiple multiple step through move a, a slippery eel uh, you know some McHale footwork uh, maybe doesn't pop on SportsCenter uh, that I, I can I can understand that uh, but 51 points is a whole lot of points uh, no matter who you're playing no matter where you're playing uh, and, and I just thought he was fantastic last night and uh, unfortunately I don't know how much shine it will get maybe you know on the TNT broadcast tonight because it did just happen less than 24 hours ago. Uh, He gets some added shine, and and, and we see because he's putting together what is right on the borderline of an all-NBA season. I'm not sure that he's going to get there. Uh, There are a ton of really good guards in the NBA this season, but he he really should be in line for for those conversations to see if this is an
0: all-NBA season for Drew Holiday in year number 14. Bucks and Celtics tonight. It'll get started at about 6:30. Our coverage begins uh, in about four minutes here on WTMJ. I, I can't help but think to last year, Eric, and how this season ended with the Bucks sort of punting on that final game of the season, and then going into the playoffs tied with the Celtics in the record books, but they lost the tiebreaker, and then we know that Game Seven ended up in Boston last year. Bucks had a chance to win it in six, couldn't get it done. I, are you surprised that players have publicly commented how, on how they prefer to have the number one seed and they're going for it? Well, you're going to hear it on Bucks pregame
1: coming up here in a couple minutes as they will play for you Mike Boonholzer's pregame. But... Uh Mike Boonholzer was surprised to hear that his players had said that as publicly as they have. Uh, so yes, I was surprised. This is not something that this Bucks team tends to say. They, they over and over again tell you that they are just trying to get better every day. That is their goal. That is their main focus. They don't worry about anything that's going on anywhere else. Uh, so worrying about the standings would be worrying about something that's going on somewhere else. And we've heard multiple guys say that they want the one seed this year. They want to get it done. and. Uh, obviously, these things go hand-in-hand, hand, right? Like, If you're getting better every day and you're continuing to improve, you're probably winning games and you're probably getting yourself near the top of the standing. But the Bucks in the past have not made this a priority. They have not gone out of their way to say, hey, we want the number one seed, Giannis's joke. We won a championship from three seed, so why not just be the three seed? Who cares what our seed is? We can do it from anywhere. So uh, it, it was a, a legitimate surprise. Mike are both surprised as well, and, and we'll see. This is – potentially massive game. If the Bucks win this one, uh, you're looking at a magic number of four going into tonight's game. That's a combination of wins and losses between the Bucs and Celtics. If they get one win, one loss, and the tiebreaker, that essentially turns the four four, their magic number, down to one after tonight. They would just have to win one of their final five games. Uh, that would be a pretty nice spot to be as opposed to keeping that number at four and needing to win four of their final five games with the Celtics having a pretty easy schedule. To end the season, Eric, I, I gotta ask: Is Grayson Allen feeling okay? Is he feeling a little, little feeling himself a little bit this morning after that dunk he put on his former teammate Jordan Warrior yesterday? I mean, I couldn't believe he got up. Like, I just, I was shocked because, I mean, he got undercut a little bit in the air there. He's ended up being per- perpendicular to the floor. And, I mean, maybe it's like an NBA floor is a bit of a trampoline that he just hit it so hard that it popped him right back up. But, I mean, he was up quick after that. But we were joking with him after the game, and he was like, yeah, you know, everyone was so excited, everyone was so hyped. I just got up, and, and I felt okay. But... I sat on the bench for a little bit, and then I was like, ah, that actually hurts. Um, so I was surprised not to see some sort of uh, hip soreness or anything like that, even if it was just to mention that he's probable or questionable for tonight's game. Uh, but I guess that maybe the adrenaline's going on a little bit further, and, and he just wants to be out on the floor for this game against the Celtics tonight.
0: Yeah, you miss the dunk, you probably stay on the ground a little longer. You make the <laughs> dunk, and you're up, and you're hooting and hollering. No doubt about that. Eric, name of the Athletic. Read his work every day. Is subscribe. It really is a treat to read, Eric work each and every day in the athletic Bucks and Celtics tonight should be a great one Eric I always appreciate your time my friend we'll talk soon. Sounds good thanks for having me